This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Are we alive? Are we doing okay? Are you good? Am Hello, I good? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh Unjia, how are you feeling? These are dark times, my friend. Dark times. These are the darkest of times, but we are here to bring you the light. Ajuma's here to cackle, to throw shade, to drag a bitch, and to honor the Koreans that we love. Wow, I can't believe we're here. We're at episode 120. I know. Guess what? Our faithful listeners, we see you, we hear you, and you really made this happen for us. We are at da 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 100 motherfucking reviews. Pekchum, 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 pekchum. A plus, A plus, A plus, plus, bitch. Thank you so much. We could not have gotten to 100 reviews without you guys. Oh we started gosh. at, like, when we started this campaigning for 100 reviews, we were, like, circling around mm, 61, 62. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we have a goal. Kaja, you know, we had this like kaja spirit, not kwaja, like yeah, cookie. Not cookie. I'm not kaja. talking about the spirit of a damn cookie yeah. or a cracker, hun. Kaja, let's go. You know, okay. that's the only Fighting. word that my son knows in Korean. Kwaja? Kaja. Kaja? <laughs> Does he know kwaja? Uh, no. That'd he be knows, too confusing for him. He knows olding. Ah, okay. Fish cake. Yeah. Omuk. Olding. Uh -huh. Chalangtang. Yeah, I know. That's the, explaining the quarantine to him has been insane. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, good um, morning. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, just in time for the quarantine, by the way, speaking of, that yes. we got 100 reviews. Thank you so much. And um, it does I just so want to read. It does so much for the search. It, it's, it does so much for us in terms of search and it, like. It really does. Yeah. SEO, how we come up in different, you know, um, like Stitcher Premium and stuff like that. That really, really helps us out. And guess what? You guys are a part of this. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And here's that free-ass premium content that you know and you love. <laughs> and you're stuck at home or you're teleworking or whatever the fuck you're doing. Maybe you're a doctor. A lot of our um, – uh, what's it called? Our listeners mm -hmm. are intellectuals. Okay, yeah. some of them might be doctors. None of them have written uh, in. No, dark doctors of uh, philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> PhDs, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this person, um, I don't know what their background is, but I love this review, so I'm going to read it out right now. Okay, the review comes from don't know what 14. <laughs> it was get, it was written in February 23 of 2020. Uh, 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 based on Corona times, mm -hmm. a lifetime ago. A, li a lifetime ago! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last month was literally a lifetime ago. Um, all right, so the it's review BC. title it's is... BC. B4. It's BC. B B Corona. B Corona. Uh, the review title is 10 out of 5. Love the math on this. And this per Love the math, okay? <laughs> This person says, leaving a perfect review because I don't want to be taekwondoed to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it, bitch. Thank you so much for that perfect review. 10 out of 5. Over perfect. Thank okay. you so much. Quick math. What's the percentage on that? Two. <laughs> no. 200%. No. 10 out of 5? Is it a... 
A hundred percent would be what? Five, five out, out of five. five. So two hundred percent. Two hundred percent would be ten out of five. I think that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna be two hundred percent. It's ten out of five. Yeah, that's or 200%. otherwise known as also two. Yo, <laughs> two. Okay. By two. Ebeck. Uh, Thank you so much. Don't know what. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we are here. And by the way, I just want to say that you and I and this podcast mm-hmm. is quite literally perfectly situated for the corona. I mean, someone might even you know what I mean? some might even say we planned this. <laughs> <laughs> some people on the Reddit red, red pill page might say that we released it. Okay. Some, some might even say it's, it seems very convenient for all podcast for all podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's very convenient <laughs> that they're never in the same room. They've been podcasting from different remote locations. <laughs> Truly, this feels like post apocalyptic bunker style because you are no longer in the card space anymore, Cards Against Humanity, because yes. they shut everything down. Yes. Like everything else is shut down. And you are in your basement little bunker hole. I have I have a improvised little sound hole. Um, yeah, that I've, we which is why you might of... notice the sound is a little different. Hopefully, but hey, these are Corona times. Yeah, hopefully it's not different at all. But you might notice it's a little different. But guess what? Unji just bought a focus, a focus right. right. Yeah, which is like the hub that we um, that I do it through through my house. So I was like, just get one of these, and we could sound exactly the same. So mm-hmm. now, starting I don't know next week or something. Yeah, it's gonna be like we're in the studio again. It's gonna be it's incredible. Mm. I mean, Perfection. I will say that like I, I had to buy it very quickly. You you texted that to me, and then I immediately got onto Amazon, and I was lucky to get one of the last four from the vendor. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, because Dude, the everyone is starting a podcast crazy. right now. Everybody yeah. is. Like, of course they are. This is the boom time. Are. This is the boom time. Yes. For podcasting. <laughs> this are, is what I love about you, that when I tell you, go get it, you're like immediate. Yeah. You don't hem and haw, okay? <laughs> you spring into action, and this is one of the things I really love about you. I will say, you know, I love to buy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than spending money. <laughs> I've, I mean, like, it is a little... It's like, it's gonna be... I, you know, you're talking about the anxiety and stuff like that. Like, I don't know... I haven't felt it so much because I'm someone that's fortunately able to work from home. But like, yeah, spending money, it's kind of like it's – have you thought about this? Like the the not being able to go out and make more money? Like, like how, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah. How, oh, yeah. Wait, we'll we'll get is, into what, it. What, but what, yeah, okay. We'll get into it. Also, so the update, the big update on DC. Oh, we have to – oh, God. This is sad. Yeah. This is sad news. Trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are we are obviously going to have to cancel our date in uh, DC in April. Oh my God, Angie, do we have to? We do, we do. the The people oh. there told us that we do. <laughs> <laughs> the powers that be. <laughs> I mean, truly, this is what I'm saying. And I was telling you this. I needed someone to tell me not to do shows. I needed fucking. Right, right. Governor Pritzker to shut everything down because in my sick mind, I still needed to do sets. I could. This is the thing. You can't leave this up. This kind of judgment call up to comedians because comedians have bad judgment. They are doing comedy. Oh yeah. Like we are. We're fucked fucked in the brain. Yeah, we're fucked in the brain. Of course, we're going to continue to try to get laughs from the four people that are dumb enough to come to the show. (laughs) 
you know, like, <laughs> like, and we're gonna be mad if the show doesn't go well. It's like, I mean, exactly. really, we should be happy so- that our jokes don't resonate with the fucking idiots that came out. Anyways. That's exactly it. We have, we're. I think this this quarantine time is going to be a time for a lot of comedians to look at themselves and go, do I like this? Do I, (laughs) do I need to go to law school? Like, do I? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Should I get my master's There's going to be a lot of people taking like online courses for medicine or shit like that. You know, like I think this is a time where we're all going to start shifting our priorities. Yeah. Get that master's in social work. Get that master's in social work. People need you. Fuck comedy. Truly. Get that master's in social work. Go. Like truly, not, I mean, not me though, because I did something else and I left that. So I'm, I'm stuck here. I did this 10 years of something else Even, and I, I'm, I did 10 that's years what of I mean. It. Yeah, I exactly. You and I have done something else before this. We really tried so to do something that. else. So now we're here. Yeah. This is why you and I, this is the 120th motherfucking episode <laughs> of a podcast that when we first started, literally no one was listening to. It was just you and me screaming into the abyss and waiting for the abyss to scream back. And, then, and, and guess and, what? And Katie Kershaw. And Katie Kershaw really liking it. <laughs> and Katie Kershaw. She was there from the beginning. Shout out to Katie. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> uh, but it's anyway, true. DC is canceled, unfortunately. Uh, and, yeah, but, unfortunately. but thankfully, someone else someone else uh, made that decision and that we were, we're not responsible to make that decision because we that's not safe. But if you bought tickets, please get a refund. They shouldn't give you any trouble. Yeah. If they do, let us know and we will raise hell. You know what I mean? We will. Ajma style. And we are actually in Ajma style. We'll fucking digitally bum rush them. <laughs> and we are, we're not canceling. We are rescheduling. Yes, yes, And this yes. is a promise because they want us to come. And like Unji said, we're fucked up in the head. So if anyone gives us a green light, we're going. Corona or not. Yeah. Okay? Obviously, it's going to be dependent on like how the – world is doing yeah the federal government but the aviation industry federal like- government yes exactly <laughs> but at this i mean i'm i'm in la and i'll drive to dc for this show trust okay this is how much i want to be around our fans <laughs> and they said you know they said something around in august would you like to reschedule so we're thinking around sometime in august hopefully this thing will hit, hit its peak and flatten out after and July, by that yeah. time, you know, we'll, we'll be in a place where it's contained and, you know, managed. But who knows? But that's the goal. In August is what? Four months away? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I know. Shh. It's OK. <laughs> we can do this. We can. Do, we have to stay positive. Yeah. You know, like you start doing negative self-talk, shit spirals. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And guess what? All of us can sit on our couch and do negative self-talk. OK, that's easy. It's harder to be positive. So let us take the harder road. Let's do this. Let's, okay, let's go. Let's, it's so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> okay. We're going we're gonna to catch up on the quarantine. Quarantine catch up. Quarantine yeah. catch up. <laughs> oh, speaking of quarantine catch up and the the folks who might have like, you know, our early Patreon people. Patreon folks, we – wow. The, you know, truly, we, we appreciate you now more than ever. Deeply. Because – the fact that you are contributing to this podcast and to us creating this content for you has changed everything in our lives. It's telling us move forward. Mm-hmm. Sure, we don't have that many patrons, but the patrons we have, we fucking love. We're obsessed with. Obsessed. And I'll tell you this, uh, me and Unji, like obviously there's, you know, we can't go outside and, we, you know, post office shit. But 
we are devising a plan. We're, we're looking into stamps.com to do shit from our own house so that we could send you the merch that you deserve. And please believe Unji is a freak and she will Lysol the shit out of yes, everything before it goes into the box. <laughs> And she will even pack a Lysol thing in, in like yes. a, uh, wipes so that you can wipe it on the way as you open it. Okay. <laughs> so trust that we are looking out for you. And secondly, no one knows this, but Unji and I were in Chicago together. Yes. For a brief two days. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking one of these psychos who went to this. <laughs> I flew all the way to Chicago to go to this festival in Michigan to drive up there. And they canceled it. The moment I landed. So I was stuck in Chicago. Literally, I opened my phone. They were like, okay, we're texting to the gate. Now you can turn on your phones. And immediately they're like, sorry, it's canceled. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. You could have fucking told me you knew you were going to cancel. Yeah. Assholes. So Airbnb, my flight, you know, all the shit. Like I rented a car. There was like so much money that I lost. But did you get any money back? The cool thing is. I got like partial money back from Airbnb okay. and my car, I guess I left early. So uh, I guess I got money back in that way. I'm trying to think of it positively. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> the flight, uh, the flight Spirit Airlines. You insufferable. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Spirit Airlines, let me tell you, if any airline must go under, it has to be Spirit Airlines. Oh, it must. You fucking garbage piece of shit. I asked it, okay, coronavirus, and I was like, okay, I'm not taking this flight anymore, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, we'll give you $14. What? 14 that's actually more you of an insult well sh- than refusing to give you any money. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. How di- fourteen motherfucking dollars? I can't even watch a fucking movie for that. Oh my god! That's, Are you that's kidding what, me? That's what that, you know what they're telling you? This is what your time is worth. Fourteen dollars. Yeah. That's, that's not even minimum wage in. Oh, actually, no, maybe it's minimum wage in California. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fourteen dollars. I can't even buy a craft cocktail with that. That's an insult. That's just that's a fucking insult. That's disrespectful. No, no money would mean that you guys are enemies and therefore equals. You know exactly. what I mean? If they, if yeah, they, they then, try to buy you off for fourteen dollars, that's demeaning. That's a neg. Okay. Yeah. I got negged by Spirit Airlines, and I will never forget it. Okay. <laughs> It'll burn in my spirit forever, and I I will uh, now for the rest of my living goddamn days, which may not be that long because of the upcoming apocalypse. But I will not die before I take Spirit Airlines down with my own fucking hands. Mm. And that's a promise. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I do love. <laughs> I love when bad companies go under. Like, truly, nothing gives me more joy. I just need some kind of vile, like, vengeance yeah. motive yeah. to get me going. I mean, so, as, yeah, as a K-drama person, I know that these things are lovely. <laughs> yeah. So do this for yourselves, too. All right? If you're feeling uninspired and you're feeling nervous, you know, we're going to go into the catch-up soon. But try this. Pick something, a corporation, an entity, an idea, a philosophy. <laughs> And ho- and twisted with your grudge and your anger and your rage, it will it will spring you into life. Okay, Guaranteed. I take it back. Your, the meditation hasn't changed you at all. I love it. <laughs> Same old vile bitch. <laughs> He's just chiller. <laughs> He's just not screaming in traffic. <laughs> I guess his skin looks better. 
<laughs> anyway, tell us about how your quarantine has been going. Oh, oh we. Oh, oh, for, sorry. Uh, what how I was going to mention before we, I went into this fucking rage spiral <laughs> is that you and I got together. I mean, this is like. It, this happens like once a year when we're in the same studio. Yes. We're like, we're in the same town. Let's record our quarantine episode. I know. And we went into the studio. This is, before, came every, in. This, and this is before all of the like crazy levels of social distancing was happening. Like literally yes. it, this was the time when and the hour things were changing. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we were like, let's just get it done. We're never going to be in the same space again. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, and we got a really fun, nice episode out, but we're not going to release it. We're going to put it on our Patreon. Only. Okay. Patreon only. And this is for you guys who, who are supporting us with your dollars and more importantly, your hearts. Mm-hmm. And, and no one else gets to hear it except for you. And it is a fucking good one. Trust. <laughs> it okay? is a good one. Because so, <laughs> we're realizing member, we're literally going through like us understanding what the fuck is happening. You had four bottles of Lysol and a Clorox box. <laughs> I said, this bitch has lost her mind. Because <laughs> literally the night before, we had been hanging out, drinking, and like acting like was nothing so... was the problem. Nothing was wrong. <laughs> it was truly like it was REMs. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. And I feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it insane, is, yeah. right? It was, Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. How How... Uh, what <laughs> it wasn't the when we hung out you had just gotten off a spelling bee yes well that's the thing is like speaking of the show is like up until that point i mean my jfl audition and sh- uh, the showcase was still happening i had literally mm. done i can't tell you the level of guilt this is part of the reason why i think the quarantine has been especially hard for me is because the week up to the actual quarantine everyone locking shit down literally the federal government stepping in you know state government stepping in to shut down everything thank god again i have been doing two shows a night for like six days you know like Damn. I, I had seen fucking dan drees every night and I've never seen Dan Drees before. Like, you know, like we were on the grind. Who is Dan Exactly. <laughs> okay. I could say literally anyone. Like, oh, I saw Lisa LaMontagne every day. Who the fuck is that? Exactly, bitch. Who is she? Why am I, I seeing them every day? Why am I seeing I them just... every day? But we were on the same JFL grind, you know? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so. He's a comic. Yeah, he's, he's a, a comic. comic, yeah. And so, like, it was like. I, I, that's the level of guilt that I felt because it, I knew and understood about it, but no one understood the gravity of it because our own government was taking this threat seriously. You know, Trump had just said that it was like, a, it's oh whatever, we're going to be cool. Like literally, I think six days before. So in, in that time, I probably, you know, like did two shows a night in front of, of varying sizes of crowds, like all over the fucking city. I mean, like, it's not that I about me, but it's just like, what if I gave I spread that, you know, like, that's the for me, some of the anxiety and guilt that I'm living with inside the quarantine. That's why, because literally up until we everything got shut fucking down. Mm. I mean, we were chilling. We were chilling. You and I hung out in a tiki bar, <laughs> albeit it was a private party. Yeah. There was no one else there except for our friends. Thank you there was very five much. Thank you very much. Drinking <laughs> literally 19 bottles of champagne. <laughs> I lost my mind. I went, I got to Chicago. The shit got canceled. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy an bo- expensive bottle of champagne mm-hmm. and I'm going to celebrate with my closest friends. Yes. Yeah. 
And, and it was did. one of those nights where it's like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> and, we did. and truly that much sugary champagne. I, my body couldn't handle the next day. I was, I was rough. I'm still feeling it <laughs> to be honest. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when your liver is just like, fuck you, bitch, I'm shutting down champagne. And I, I mean, you know, that's the reason why I don't drink white wine. I don't drink wine anymore. I mean, I'm allergic to red wine. Like straight up, I am allergic to red wine. Are you? Yeah. Like it's something I discovered at a wedding after drinking red wine. People still think I was joking and like I was just being a bitch about being hungover. But like, no, I like legit had a crazy allergic reaction to it. Like where I had to go into an what, ice What bath. happens? I, my, <gasps> yeah. What? Like my my body got really red. And so like um, I like couldn't breathe and my heart was going crazy fast. I thought I had been Holy drugged. Shit. Yeah, but it was like, it was just, oh, it has shit. to been some sort of things constricting a lot, right? Because that's all about inflammation. And I yeah. had to go into an ice bath and that was the only thing that like made my- Calmed um, you down? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Damn, that's so scary. Yeah, I know it was super hungover. So like now, whenever I take it, my face gets crazy red, like um, like splotchy, like in a way that's not even yeah. like the flush. It's like different. And Yeah, um, shit, shit looks like Ebola. Yeah, like, like dots, dots, yeah, dots, yeah. Dots, yeah. I've had to. I've had that before. Yeah. What is it with that you get? I it's sometimes alcohol, but you know it's it's strange. Like it, it depends on the day. Some days I could drink, drink, drink until the cows come home, uh-huh. and then some days I could have one drink and I can't. I can't breathe. Interesting. Is it always like yeasty stuff, or is it like wine stuff? I don't. I, I I'm honestly not paying attention enough. But <laughs> because for me, but as I both. get older, my body starts breaking down things differently. Yes, that's what happens. So I turned yeah, thirty, so and like I got things that allergic. we were good with in our twenties yes. just doesn't make sense anymore. Yes, exactly. I mean, so I used to, I was fine with red wine, and then I turned thirty, became allergic to it, and all white wines, including prosecco, which I love. I don't fuck with it anymore because of the hangover you just described. The sugar fucks with you. So I only drink yeah. clear liquors or soju. Okay. Well, that night we were hanging out and partying. You were definitely drinking wine. Oh, yeah. I, but I was so hungover <laughs> the next day. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I did try Oh, thank to, God. You suffered. Yeah. Great. <laughs> but I had been drinking tequila up until then. <laughs> I mean, we were really getting fucked up. It was fun. It was we so were. fun. It was so fun. Remember, was nice I, I tell you, it was like it was like we partied. We were like Nero. We partied with Nero before Rome yeah. burned. <laughs> like yes, that's yes. who we were. We were like just like huh? we t- we were all talking about the fucking coronavirus. Close we were in each other's faces. Literally, our faces huddled together. <laughs> well, at that point, I was like, "Listen, if I'm in, if I'm here with these people, and someone has Corona, I'm gonna have Corona." Yeah. You know, like that's how that's how I know that. Yes, and I was just. On a motherfucking plane, and you guys hung out with me. Yeah. So it's Cro- like I mean, none, no, none of us were really <laughs> taking it that seriously. Exactly. To be Corona is gonna be, Corona is gonna be like the new HPV. Like everyone is gonna have it. Everyone has. I mean, they're they're estimating seventy percent of the population. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be crazy. And so we're just. So trying how's to it been? Oh. It is rough for a work from home mother. With a child who's also at home, yeah. with a husband that is also working from home, it has been rough. Um, well, at least you have a big enough house. Yes, yes, that is true. Sort of. It's how about this? It's not big enough. Uh, <laughs> like I would love to have another house. 
<laughs> a separate a corona house uh, yeah a separate like an attached house or maybe even a fucking third floor which i am actually i mean i guess if you think about it, this sort of we're in i'm in the basement where it kind of is the third yeah floor. it's another floor yeah but i i mean you have to exit it's, it's like a different uh unit but yeah i mean i will say that that has been very rough for me like um you know just the level of closeness and level yeah. of like interaction that I'm constantly having to have with like two people, one of which is a four-year-old boy. Uh, yeah. And the, the other one is your son. The other one is my son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> well, you're the only female voice in the house. You're probably getting ganged up by two boys. No, it's not even that. It's the responsibility. That I have because okay. because I'm because like we're all inside we can't go out to really eat anymore so I'm making all of the food and this is like in, in the level of food that we're going through also we're not even doing takeout really so it's like the n- number of meals for people mm. that I'm constantly making this is what I'm talking about this is like especially with my mom and like I can't I, I was realizing it especially with panchan and all those little fucking dishes. The yeah. level of washing dishes. I mean, the dishwasher is actually the greatest feminist ever. <laughs> <laughs> because dishwasher the, is a feminist icon. Because that bitch, my whirlpool, <laughs> my Maytag, like that bitch. Yes, freed women from the sink. I I feel chained to the kitchen. I, I, this is what I was trying to talk oh, to you wow. about before the pod, like. There's a Soviet idea called the tyranny of the kitchen, okay? And how women mm. must be liberated from the kitchen. And uh-huh. it's this exact thing because you wake up, you make breakfast, you clear the table, you wash the dishes, and then you have like 30 minutes and then you're preparing lunch. <laughs> Damn. You're ba- I, I already I feel my spine snapping yes. from standing that long, yes. right? Yes, that's why my mom is always like, I go, I go, like, I go, I go, my hoodie does apple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, I yeah, me too. sat down and I was just like, oh, wow. Like, and that's the thing, like, bitch, usually I'm a office worker. I'm letting, allowing my brain to kind of like, you know, like, I haven't thought about jokes in like two days. And like you know, I had like three meme ideas because that's where my mind is at. Like, I'll, you know what I do with? They, they, I was talking to my parents. <laughs> You're literally a a, a mother <laughs> trying to get into memes. I need you to understand and just be a little more self aware of your station. <laughs> well, you know what I feel like as a as a future. Okay, I'm gonna keep going with it. As if I'm not gonna allow you to stop on my dreams, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm not stepping as i just a, want as, you to gut check as a as a, as a future me master uh, <laughs> and i was thinking about these names you know what i felt i felt like um fucking uh um who is that writer she's like uh not atwood fuck but like tony morrison i think did this but like she was like a mother like she had like four fucking kids and she would like write 
her novel and like uh, no, Alice yeah. Walker would write her novel like in the margins of things, you know, and like as ideas, you know, and then like one day when she was like oh, 40 wow. after all her kids had grown up, she got to write her book. Uh, <laughs> and wow. that's what's going to happen to me. I'm going to be able to write all my little memes when, um, you know, in like 20. 20- <laughs> But, I, mean, like, I love how you're comparing Alice Walker's novelization <laughs> of her <laughs> scratch to your memes. <laughs> you know, you got to scale it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She wrote the color purple. Yeah, and you're yeah. going to write... <laughs> I You're gonna write something where a cat is making a face. That's gonna be all boba tea. <laughs> That's funny. So, but but like I mean, it's just been so mind like it's like because I also have a routine. Like I go to a coffee shop. I write for a little bit. Like I finally got down to some of my uh, write some of my morning pages today. Mm. But like, dude, it's like incessant. Like, it's just the constant yeah. need. And also, because everyone is constantly in the house, there's a, a level of cleaning that you have to do. You know, like, uh, you have to keep things tidy or otherwise you're just going to be wallowing. Well, let me get – let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Your husband is home with you. Your yes. son is home with you. How old is your son? Four. He's about to turn four. Four. I mean, yeah, I was really glad, actually. He's about to turn four? Yeah. Okay, so he could hold a fucking small broom. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he or, puts away his own things. He does all that stuff. But there's like you, you, you have know. to gamify this thing for your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be upon. It can't be incumbent on you to clean the house and cook for the whole family when everybody else is home. I know. No, I agree. No, this I is a, this is. Yeah, this is family in the time of Corona. Okay, yes. we have to break down our different gender roles and figure out how we come together as a coalition. Hmm. Hmm. Preach. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I will say that my husband does a fair share. But tell like, your husband I said so. <laughs> as, it, as if he cares. He's like, who? Oh, your little radio thing? <laughs> yeah, my, my husband is 80 years old. Thank you. <laughs> now, I mean, like, the thing is, like, he gets it and he takes all and he's like a very, he's like, you know, he's good about some stuff. But like, the cooking and like the actual cleaning stuff. He's just, I guess you're right. I need to ha- push that shit on him, but he's also like full time working. Like, you know, like it's, he's no, he's more not. Full-time. No one, no one who's doing office work is full time working. Okay. Most of the time you're fucking responding to emails. And he, right, right now, Let's he's, relax. it's actually real estate right now. It's kind of in a weird spot because he has yeah. where he works in. So it's like, people are still buying houses. Well, it's it's a perfect time. Everything's yes. the feds lowered the rates to near yes. zero. So that's the reason know, why his yes, that's why his business is like kind of continuing through through this time. It's kind that's of crazy. Great, but he could take he could take an hour out to massage your lower back. Okay? <laughs> we just have to come together as a fucking team. Yes, please. Like massage my back and do not ask me to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything you have to say. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's unless funny. you unless you want to hear about what. Oh, by the way, so my parents are still. How's your mom, by the way? My parents are still out and about. My mom is out and about. Oh, she has a cold. Oh shit. Okay, and I was like, "Are you sure it's not Corona?" She was like, "I did a home test," and I was like, "What the fuck's a home <laughs> oh, test?" She, she was like, "Well, they tell you to, you know, if you have this, you have this, you have this is Corona, and I don't have those things." And I was like, "You're gonna die." 
Her birthday's on March 31st, and I'm like, you better make it to your fucking birthday, bitch, because I'm not trying to fly back for your funeral. You better hold up. Yeah. Hold on to your goddamn life before this passes. Yeah. I mean, my, I tell you, it's, you know what I was thinking, though? It's like my mom, I talked to my mom about it. She's like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, all these people with toilet paper stuff. And she started laughing. She's like, see, I, I, I have so much... I was in, and then I told her I was like I'm so, I, I'm sure you're not worried about the toilet paper because of all the um, napkins you you still have from McDonald's <laughs> and she laughed and she laughed. <laughs> it's truly See no- our immigrant parents hoarding that na- those napkins <laughs> from fast food places. I knew it was good. someday those you know those ketchup packets. Yes, that's those are gonna come in handy too, bitch. Because we ain't gonna buy ketchup. I mean, truly, the only pe- the people that are most prepared for this and probably are the and this is why. I think my parents are so like chill about it. It's like people who came of age during war are the most prepared. Yes. Are the most prepared and the most willing to like sell anything to survive. Like they understand absolutely like, the, the depths to which you have to go to survive and are the adaptability yeah. of, a, of a, uh, of someone running from a war. Yeah. Come on. That's that. Those are people who survive and their morals are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable at best. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the the people with the loosest set of moral codes I've ever met in my life. But they can because they can justify anything because they're trying to survive. Well, exactly. That's so funny that you say that because okay, so I was hanging out with Benda. Mm-hmm. So we have a little like quarantine crew in our neighborhood. Okay. So it's the people who like stay home, and I know you're staying home. We're staying home so we could have dinner together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so by the way, apparently. Don't quote me on this. I'm spreading lies, I'm sure. But um, apparently after three days of – oh, yeah. We talked about this on whatever, on the um, cards thing yesterday. But after a few days, if you're not showing symptoms, you could get together with other people who have been quarantined and have a little crew. Okay, cool. Anyway, so that's what we've been doing. We've been like at least like playing little games together, having dinner together. You know, just like not going crazy, right? Yes. Um. So – Benda was saying how she was talking to our other friend Kenzie and they were like oh my god like this is gonna be like people are gonna get guns and it's gonna be like militia warfare like uh, there's gonna be gangs and tribes like do do we know any yeah exactly like this shit will turn into fucking Mad Max in an instant trust right so they're like oh I any reason for me to fucking uh, in group out group I'm there for it and (laughs) Kenzie was like to Venda was like, do we know anyone that would start a gang? Like, who do we? And then Kenzie was like, girl, Peter Kim, first one to start a gang. (laughs) I was like, she ain't wrong. Give me any reason, all right? Any reason. To exclude people and also more. To exclude people. Yes. (laughs) To pillage, I'm there. So all jokes aside, quarantine for me is going super well. I... I don't really see that much of a difference in my life. <laughs> a because I live in LA, right? Right. And LA is a is a city of quarantines. Yeah. Like we truly live in small bubbles, right? Yeah. So we that's why I don't think LA's spreading as much as other metropolises. Because yes. we You're live far in apart like from each other. We're already so far from apart from each other. We hang out in our own cars. We're never taking PT. So we're in our own car bubble, and then we go to remote locations, do our thing, and then come back home. So I, not like I'm leaving the house right now, but I'm saying like my regular life was so quarantined that I don't really see that much of a difference. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could still, we could still walk around, go walk around the park, do whatever we want. It's sunny outside. We have a little courtyard so we could stay outside and meditate. Like I, I'm not really, besides not going on auditions, which hello, three years into LA, I wasn't going up much anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a bunch of self tapes anyway. Great. I have a ring light. I've been killing these self tapes. Okay. It's, I, I don't really see the difference yet. Now I'm sure in, I don't know, a month, I'll start going insane, yeah. you know, and have a thirst for blood. But right now, I'm doing fine. I'm catching up on my Netflix. I'm catching up on my sleep. Eric, my partner, is always talking about like, oh, you know, I hate that I slept in, blah, blah. You know, I'm not doing, being productive all day. Honey, now we could let that go. No one's being productive. Yes. Ain't nobody thriving right now. It's true. And they're, okay, can I just say, there's a lot of these like comedians being like, hey, let's do online shows, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. What am I doing? You want me to do three to five minutes of stand-up to no one? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? I'd rather podcast with you yeah. every day than do, a, a, do five minutes set to no one. The whole point of doing stand-up is immediate gratification. What's the point of this? I do miss it, though. So that I... You do miss what? Shows. Telling your jokes or being on stage? Both. That's the thing. I don't miss telling my jokes. I miss being on stage. Yeah. I miss the interaction, the the immediacy of seeing a, a stranger laugh at my jokes and being and being like, "Hey, we're connecting." Yeah. If I can't see that, I don't care. I miss I, shows. I, for me, yeah. I know. I agree. I, I I agree. I was thinking about that because with the rise of the Instagram Live, Facebook Live show. Yeah, that where all people are just like quarantined and like, you know, just kind of doing it to the abyss. I mean, I guess you're kind of seeing people react, you know, live people liking it, liking it. And stuff I don't like care that. for that. People I don't know. Commenting. I don't, I've never done it really. Um, aside with aside from with you. But like, I just yeah. I need like, you're right. I just need to look at someone in the fucking eyes, them Eyeballs. laughing and knowing yeah. I'm responsible for that like that adrenaline yeah that Th there's nothing like it there's nothing like it and like I am starting yeah. to fiend for a little bit you know because that's also Jones like I, I I will say like yeah like an addict like I am starting to be like oh I am starting to be funny at home again you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there you go. Because I'm not Make usually your laugh. yeah I'm like not usually like super because I, I usually save it for the stage you know I save yeah, it for the yeah. show. Save it for the show. Like that's what I usually do. Um, now yeah. that I'm a little older, I used to be like everywhere all the time. But like now that I'm like a little more into doing comedy for um, X amount of years, like I, I do save it for the show. But I'm starting to fiend a little bit. Like I need. Yeah. Yeah, I've been killing with my son, but he likes stupid shit, so it doesn't feel satisfying. It's not like skill. Mm. Um, and like. <laughs> You know, like it's not, but yeah, like that's, I, but it's also the routine of going to the show, right? Like the driving. See, that's the thing I don't mix. I like that's it. That's the thing I don't, yeah. I, I guess because I'm in LA. Yeah. It's, I think in Chicago, I would have, if I was in Chicago, I would have missed it because there's a communal feeling yeah. and that feeling of, ah, oh, we're doing it together. In LA, everyone's like showing up late and leaving after their set. No one's sticking around. Like it's just. It's uh, LA comedy scene has really prepared me for this Corona. Outbreak. <laughs> I mean, because like really chilly, because like I that's like the ride Uber ride or like the L ride. I mean, like honestly, I never ride that, but the Uber ride there, like just <laughs> like looking at your phone, focusing, getting there, seeing people, getting your drink, like that whole thing 
for me is also a part of it. It's like how drug people like get really into like it's a ritual. Yeah, the ritual of like doing the needle and like all that stuff is a part of the fix. And like that right, is right. that is something that I also miss. It's like the place, like, hanging out, the like sort of like you know bits and stuff of just like people, and then leaving immediately after because I never hang. But like, yeah, like I miss. I'm I'm starting to. It's been what almost a week. Tomorrow will yeah. be officially a week. Yeah, I'm starting to. I'm so, I'm starting to get there. I don't know what's going to be like if it's more than, because right now at this point they're t- they, it used to be 14 days, right? And now they're talking a month. Yeah. And now um, CDC is like probably six weeks. That's what it seems like everything is going out to six weeks. Yeah, and that's a, a very liberal. Yeah. Like it, I think we're going to be here through the summer. So we're going to have to. Uh, yeah what are they calling it now the um in-house um i forgot what it's called but like basically you can't leave the house unless it's like emergency stuff yeah that's coming soon it's gonna be a national thing i'm sure um but listen it's a really serious thing if you're listening to this and you're young there are young people partying and shit like please just listen to the news i know like we were made to not trust our government because hello yeah you know but this is serious. This is beyond politics. This is beyond skirmishes be- between parties. This is a real thing, and it's global. It's a global pandemic. So let's all do the right thing. Stay home. Stay home. Okay, and let's just let's just if we all just shut down for a little bit. And the reason why this thing keeps getting pushed between fourteen days is because motherfuckers are out in Wrigleyville. I can't believe partying. When I was in Chicago, there was lines out the door in Wrigleyville for fucking St. Patty's Day. This, come on, guys, stop it. Mm -mm. All right, Mm -mm. just chill out. Just chill out. Um, Also, care for your elderly. I have a landlord who's eighty-five years old. He he's been traveling from, uh, and I love this guy. He's a gay man. He's from you know. I don't know the Triassic period, but like he's so old and he's um, very, very, you know, like smart and well-traveled. So he was traveling and guess what? He got a virus, but not the coronavirus. He got hand in foot in mouth disease. <laughs> oh no. It's so bad. Do you remember adults. that one? Yeah. I, my <laughs> husband has had it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, all it's kids bad. Get it. It's horrible, but it's, it's really bad in adults. Yeah. It looks so awful I'm like, on adults. Or, I'm so scared for him because he's like in his 80s. So I was like, yo, can we like bring you stuff? Like, are you okay? And he was like, no, no, I'm fine. I need to go. I'm like, dude, this guy, but he's, he's going out? tough as nails. Yeah. I'm like, you cannot. He's like, I'm, I could go to the store. I'm like, let me and Eric go to the store for you, please. Yes. Also, it's, also incredibly, it's also incredibly contagious. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but like I'm pray for my landlord truly. And also, I know you guys are worrying about like money and stuff like that. There there is a plan. I know they're like releasing funds to every American. It's kind of that remember that 9/11 thing? Yes, I was just talking about it. Yes, not, not only yeah. the 9/11, but also after the um financial crisis in 08, remember everyone uh-huh. got $1200? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like family got. I think I was like a single man so I got like Seven hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone got like a sizable chunk. It was like twelve seven. It was like twelve hundred dollars or seven hundred and fifty dollars. I remember we got. Yeah. Got Either way, it'll help you carry you through the to the next month's rent if that's Maybe. an issue. Yeah. And also unemployment. Um, File for it. 
unemployment, file for unemployment. I mean, the unemployment side is crashing in California. So, is it? you know, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it'll get back up. File for unemployment. Also, know that you have protections. Look up protections. Don't be worried and anxious by not knowing your rights. I don't know about Chicago because Chicago is a bunch of slumlords, but California, <laughs> if you live in California, you are covered. They cannot evict you for not having money. Yeah. Okay. So if you're like partying and fucking doing something wrong, they could affect evict you. But if you cannot afford rent, you cannot be kicked out of your house. All right. So and also, I'm who's not really saying like evict take you advantage. Right now? Who's trying to, I mean, if they are trying to evict There's you. There's always, you know, some kind of fucking uh, disgusting little slumlord. You need to, sh- gonna, you, need, you, you, know, need to you need to show up to the door coughing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, that's the strategy. Yeah, I just get this motherfucker right. out of there. <laughs> I just got this dry cough. <laughs> um, all right. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Joe Hahn. Joe Hahn from Lincoln Park. I'm here with my man Joe Hahn from Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park's Joe Hahn. So the idea of the collaboration with between Steve Aoki being uh, Japanese American and BTS being uh, you know Korean, yeah, um, there was a natural synergy that had the Asian undertone to it. Hmm. So they contacted me and uh, asked for me to come up with ideas that would expand upon that spirit. We we wanted to do something that to get many entertainers and influencers in the Asian American community that live locally. And we actually even had uh, some people fly into town because they were so excited to do do this because you know the the idea of the Asian community supporting each other is really important. We're back. Hello. All right. So there's a lot to talk about. Let's breeze through this because, you know, this is the news that, like, we all hate to talk about, but we must. I mean, right now, I feel like you can't bury your head in the sand a little bit. Like, this is one of those things where, I mean, we were talking about anxiety levels and mine is, like, pretty high. But some of it is associated with guilt and also just, like, being... Um, I think a little overwhelmed by the level of like tasks that I'm responsible for right now. And like, you know, sure. homeschooling a fucking, you know, a preschooler and, you yeah. know, uh, making food and also like still trying to reply to emails and self tapes and shit. You know, it's like it's it's crazy. But because there's no there's so much less room for me in my life now. And um, by the way, if you need help. Yeah. With that kind of stuff. Self tapes. Yeah. Let me know. Because I could Skype in and read with you. <gasps> That'd be great. And tape. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to have someone read and then just have your thing on your yes, side. Yes, yes. Let me know anytime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love. Anyway, love. let's get into it. Um, But like, yeah, so like, but it is not one of those times. Cause I, but also some of the anxiety that I have is, you know, I love to problem solve. And this is a huge problem. So just the spiral of like thinking about like the ramifications of it in domestic policy and economically, like it's a a little bit daunting. I think that's some of my anxiety because I love to, um, I also love anxiety. All right. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I love to fucking freak out. How about that? I'm a, I'm a freak for freak. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm a freak for freaking out, freaking out. Uh, <laughs> I'm a freak for freaking out, and I'm a kink. I, my kink is competence, and Peter Kim is my. <laughs> Peter Kim makes me horny. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, I this uh, speaking of competence, there is this. I mm. wanted to talk about how specifically a lot of the Asian countries have like been exemplars for how to handle this shit, and very specifically, it's because SARS. You remember SARS 12 years ago? Of course I remember SARS. Yes. Like SARS, Asians were getting attacked yeah. just like now. Yes. And it was crazy. And SARS was crazy. Like it was an incredibly deadly, incredibly contagious. It was uh, also a respiratory disease, right? Yes. Yeah. And it, it was, was like hard. Horrible. People were like painfully dying. Yes. It was a very painful way to date. 100%. And, um, and it actually prepared Asia much more. And that's what I was saying before. It's like I think because – there have been so many more of these kind of outbreaks and pandemics that like are kind of limited to Asia. You know, it's like did the China, Singapore, Hong Kong thing, you know, same with South Korea, like it's all kind of stayed in that area. Yeah. And, and so I think they're prepared for it. And it's very specifically this idea of collectivism because everyone understands the danger it is for everyone. You know, this like yeah. this herd immunity is a very much a thing. And it's collectivism yes. over the individual, which is, I think, the reason why in America we're starting to see this shit with immunizations and vaccinations and shit. Because what I want for my family and my child supersedes the health of all. And that is an insane thing to say in Asia, you know, because that, that sort of right. idea, that sort of idea of like live free or die shit is like so yep. insane to Asian people because like. That kind of like libertarian, yes. don't tread on me. Yes, yeah. because I think in Asia specifically, we live right next to each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're stacked on top of each exactly. other. And like in- we don't have all this like prairie land yes. or like yeah. canyons. We don't have that shit. Yes. <laughs> and it's not like your body reckoning with God and this and this land. You know, it's like, no, you right. the thing you have to deal with is your partner. Um, yeah. So like that's what I mean. Like I think that I just I just that that sort of collectivism and and that sort of very Asian idea is why we're managing to stem the tide of the virus very specifically. And and also there's been a lot of co- collaboration and uh, stuff between the con- countries. Like the the Asian the Asian so like very specifically um, I'm going to talk about Singapore, Taiwan, and Hong Kong. The draconian measures uh-huh. in Singapore and Hong Kong. Kind of not surprising, right? But they're very affluent as well. But like, everyone got on board right away. Like, there were testing immediately. Set, immediately, and also because the testing, by the way, you guys is like has a fifty percent fail rate <laughs> for the the Corona test. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like very bad. Um, my brother-in-law, who works at his ER doctor, was like a uh, a coworker of his tested negative. Three days later, tested positive, and I'd been working the entire Jesus. time. Jesus! And so, like, oh my god! Exactly, and that's the reason why in China, after the fever clinics, they all they do now is rule it out. So they try, they test you first for the things they can't test you for, which is like flu and blah blah. blah. So that's what they're doing. Is like they figured out the most effective way to do this because the test is no good, right? So they just test to see if you have a fever. They just test, right? Like, and that's enough. And then you go home. and everyone's like oh sorry to inconvenience you i mean like my apologies you know (laughs) but it's 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 worth it for them as like as a community it's worth it for them for that small amount of i don't know inconveniencing yeah 
Yes. And Singapore had been the worst outbreak, but that because they interceded so quickly and so deftly, yeah. you know, because the contact tracing was so immediate, you yeah. know, and like they don't fuck around because they understand with SARS that this anything that appears like this is serious at any moment. And there's something to say about and this is like a theme that runs through our podcast for the last three years <laughs> is this and, and it is uniquely this Asian American slash for us Korean American identity mm-hmm. of being split into these two ideologies of collectivism versus individualism yes. and how that we and then collectivism you know obviously with the rise of like social democratic socialism and you know Bernieism and all that although biden just won a bunch of fucking states who cares but i mean it's this idea it it looks bad and and we knew it would be bad but this idea behind the fact that like oh the far far americanism of individual rights and liberty live free or die type of identity that we talked about it is so much of an American ideal, as is capitalism, that we don't look at other people or other bodies or other you know entities as 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 worthy as ourselves. It's the whole idea of Christianity behind like love your neighbor, right? We don't love our neighbors; we just uh, capitalize on them. You know what I mean? Yes. Or like don't. Yeah. So it it feels like we are moving towards this thing where it's like oh. Singapore, Hong Kong, blah, blah, these Asian countries. Yes, there's more government overreach and there's more state run stuff. But look at how much they are thriving during a crisis. Like I, this. I mean, I love a strong mommy state. Like I love <laughs> to suckle at that federal teat all day. Yeah. And I will continue to do it. And it's the most effective one. It's the one that works, especially in this situation. I, I actually right. thought this quote actually leads perfectly into what you're saying, what you're going to talk about, Peter, which is this um, doctor who is the who's the head of Singapore's communicable diseases division. This mm. is the reason why collectivism is important. OK, the world is only as good as the weakest link. Uh, diseases do not it. diseases do not respect borders. Let's not be the weakest <laughs> link. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great segue into what I want to talk about, which is, of course, the excellence of dealing with the corona really falls to one country and one country alone, South Korea. It has been a good season for South Korea. We got Parasite and we got Corona, like excellence in Corona. Honey. (laughs) (laughs) We got an Oscar in dealing with pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are really crushing it yeah. truly right mm-hmm. I, so you know you guys have all you know heard about south korea and the whole tegu thing that we talked about uh and the weird cult that brought it over from wuhan yes with that being said south korea is the shining example of how to deal with a crisis like this okay by a mass scale testing regime as well as consistent and transparent messaging f- to the public from the government, right? Yes. And this is something that we've sorely been lacking because we have a bunch of puppeteers and oligarchs, much like Russia, <laughs> spreading lies to us since the beginning of their administration and arguably since the beginning of American you know, democracy. But in a crisis like this, we need transparency. We need them to be like, okay, let's put politics aside and let's save lives. But this government does not fucking care about that. But the South Korea, that's exactly what they care about. All right. In South Korea, infections surged over a 10 day span in late February, a lifetime ago. 
When a cluster of few dozen cases mushroomed into more than 5,000 cases, but rates of infection have slowed because the country snapped into action. Everyone was like, let's put down our differences and move forward. Out of more than 8,000 con- confirmed cases of coronavirus, only 75 people have died. I know. Okay? That's, that fatality rate is one of the lowest in the world. Yes. And America, guess what? Highest in the world. So the the fact that we live here Korea, as Korean Americans, it is a, it is further dichotomizing our experience of, OK, this is what our motherland is doing and this is what our current country is doing. And a lot of times we go through this identity crisis of like, are we American? Are we Korean? Are we a hybrid? What does it mean to be American? And right now it's really, really embarrassing to be in America. Twenty thousand people a day at 633 testing sites across the nation is happening in South Korea. Here, we can't even get a motherfucking test. Yeah. Okay, we can't we don't have enough hospital ventilators or beds. It's about to be a mass crisis like Italy. And this all could have been stopped if the Trump administration first of all did not fire the the, the pandemic um, uh, what is it called? Cabinetry. And also they were fucking calling it a hoax. The entire, even Devin Nunes, California representative and fucking, fucking professional asshole ass, yeah. went on and said, you should, you guys should go to guards. Take your, uh, uh, you know, family to a Chili's. Fuck you, Devin, you piece of shit. Don't go to Chili's. <laughs> go to a Chili's too. <laughs> Take it out to go. And guess what they're doing? They're taking the samples. They're doing street testing. And they're being transported by van where they're stored in about 40 degrees Fahrenheit in airtight containers to 118 laboratories. All right. They're going round and round. An army of about 1,200 medical professionals analyze the results. And they're testing everything. Most of the testing is essentially free to all of the country. Why? Because everyone's doing single-payer health care. Yes. And which does not disincentivize the low income people, which is very different from people who are seeking treatment here in the U.S. because only the rich are able to get it. The celebrities. This is Russia. Okay. This is not this is not why we came here to be treated like fucking second class citizens. You at the U.S. is 161 times behind South Korea. 161 X. That is an insane number. That's, I mean, that's, it, that's we, embarrassing. That's embarrassing. We are the And I know we are – and goodbye to us, okay? <laughs> the South Korean president, Moon jae I know we talked about how he's problematic and stuff like that. But he has really – he's a Moon jae <laughs> <laughs> But he has taken a back seat, okay, as entrusting his health officials to do what they do best and what he hired them for. Can you know what makes experts, a good leader? Let experts be experts. Let, let them do their let thing. Let competent people be competent people. Yes, <sighs> this is not a time for ego. This is why we are failing because we are a country of ego. We only care about what hurts our identity. All right? So try to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. This isn't about your polls or your image or your brand. All right? Moon Jae-in is not a, the best president, but guess what? He has enough awareness and enough ego death to be like, okay, I'm not the expert at this. You know what makes a good leader and a good businessman and a good manager? You hire people better than you. That is the mark of a good leader. You got it. Anyway, that's enough for me. I'm going to take a let's take a break and we'll be back with our favorite <laughs> Kick-Ass Koreans. Folks, we have a very special guest for you tonight. I'd like to introduce Mr. <laughs> 
We're back for quick, quick ass Koreans. Quee-ya! <laughs> All right, real quick. I just want to shout out one of my favorite, favorite drag queens. Her name is Soju. You might, we've oh talked about her yes. on this podcast before, yes. but she is really making a resurgence. She's, she is the premier Korean drag queen. I don't know or care about who this other drag queen is. This Korean one, kimchi. I love you, kimchi. But we're talking about Soju. Soju has really taken the Korean K-pop sensation and really uh, has flourished with this brand. Kimchi is amazing too, but Soju is really pushing the Korean identity through and unabashedly, and I'm really proud of her. You might know her from season 11, last season. Not my favorite season of Drag Race, but with that being said, she was kicked off first, and she had an iconic moment of talking about her cyst bursting on her yeah, <laughs> and it really made everyone go. Ugh. But also, good for you, gal. You now you people know who you are. Yeah. It might have been kind of squeamish, but hey, this you're shedding light on the fact that hey, cyst exists, exists. All right, I tried it Assist. anyway. <laughs> she's been touring nonstop, hosting parties, K-pop. Uh, obviously, her thing's getting, you know, we can't be meeting in big spaces anymore. So I wanted to shout her out because she's been working so hard in the last year since season 11. Her makeup has completely changed. Yes. Her wardrobe is true eleganza. Yes. Okay. The most amazing, like, truly, like, saguk type of, like, old traditional middle medieval garb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen. The Korean queenness. Yes. And she has branded herself as the K-pop queen herself. She has a new single coming out called Bang, which comes out April 3rd. Everyone download it. Is it Everyone Bang or bang is it going to be it. Bang? It's going to be a... <laughs> it's going to be Bang. It means room. Contain yourself yeah. in it. Okay? Let's all download and help our sister out. She cannot be touring. She can't be in the spaces like drag queens and com- uh, comedians can't be in these spaces anymore. So let's yes. help her out. Let's, she's putting out content and let's uh, help our sister out. So my kick-ass Korean is Soju. Yeah. Okay. My Kia. kick-ass Korean. <laughs> my kick-ass Korean is a group of North Korean women and children. Love women and children. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> who just made a daring escape through China. <gasps> From Whoa. North Korea th- through China, um, yeah. So um, what's crazy is that the lockdowns have been especially crazy because um, of the coronavirus in China. So like basically, there's an underground railroad that sort of ferries um, defectors through China. Um, it basically has ground to a halt because of the outbreak, and um, they like sh- shut down the border that they share, you know, between China and North Korea. But uh-huh. these people persevered. I met, and there's about 20 of them um, that have been living in rural China um, and arrived in a secret location in Southeast Asia, and they're done. They're got. They're gone. They're out. Wow. They're, they're in quarantine. <gasps> they're in quarantine. <sighs> they're in quarantine, right. and are expected to be. You know, they're going to be resettled afterwards. But, dude, 
I love to see little like little human interest stories like this it, during the outbreak. Like that's to me is mm-hmm. my bread and butter. I love um, stories about like human resilience like that. That's like the only reason why I like sports. Um, but <laughs> that for the human interest? which is all canceled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no like more it's. It's lovely that these people were able to get through and that these people, there are people who are still committed to their freedom in spite of all of this um, and that they that they persevere. So that's a kick-ass to them. And also, Peter, I want to ha- cite us for managing to put out this podcast and continue to in spite of the quarantine. Kick- <laughs> My kick-ass Korean is us. <laughs> us. That's right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We don't have plugs, right? No. Or do you, are you doing something? Just check out my Instagram. But I, yeah. No. Well, I wanted to say it. The, the plug here is that Unji and I are, if anything, adaptable. Yeah. As you know, we are resilient. <laughs> so we will be putting out Ajuma Live on Instagram. Yeah. We're going to be doing Instagram Live videos. We'll set a date and we'll start promoting it. But please join us. If you see us on Instagram, you're home anyway. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Click into it. We'd love to engage with you. Unji and I are going to be ho- in our separate homes, and we'll be continuing the show, and we're going to up our game. Coronavirus, you can't keep us down. Actually, Unji and I, we thrive. We thrive. Okay? My, my, my butt thrive. is going to get so big. My stomach is going to get so flat. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Stay safe. Stay indoors, but check out our channel. Um, thank you so much to our Patreons again. Uh, check out our quarantine episode. You're going to love it. We have like, we're giving out advice on how to keep sane during this virus. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. I love you. Bye. Bye.